In a world full of movie podcasts, here is one more. Welcome to Defend Your Movie with Sean Donnelly. The time has come again A champion must And welcome to another edition of Defend Your Movie. I am your host. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Sean Donnelly, uh, joined by my awesome and blood-boiled oh. co-host, Andy Fiore. Hi, everybody. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. That was like when a toddler gets mad. That's what it sounded like. like Hi, everybody. <laughs> and we're joined by a very funny guest today, super funny comic. You know him from the Irish Goodbye podcast. Mike Feeney, ladies hey. and gentlemen. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. Thanks for doing it, buddy. Uh, Andy, you, we, have, we have a couple things to talk about with Andy. Andy's mad. you want to diffuse anything on the podcast? You're mad from an elevator? Yeah, I had a bad... bad I was just trying to be polite on the elevator. And uh, I told... I relayed this to you guys before. I was coming down the elevator in a very busy office building, uh, Sirius XM, where I worked during the day. And uh, I was trying to be polite. And I stood to the side to let uh, this woman, who I know from my office, uh, who on the surface I just don't care for, right? Without sure. really ever interacting with her, I go, I just know that we wouldn't get along, you know right? I mean? Yeah. And I was confirmed of that suspicion because I stood to the side, and uh, there's a crowded 5:30 elevator. And I was toward the front, but I was letting women come off and holding the door as yeah. a gentleman would. Yeah, being nice. And she was in the back, and she walks by me, by me, and pushes her hands. She goes, "You just go," and it just <laughs> fucking got my blood boiling. You I mean, know, what? I wonder what was going on in her head because I always yeah. wonder why people do that. What does it matter for her? I, right. The the length that she went to, not just to be like, "Hey, thanks." Totally. All she had to do was go, "Oh, Thank thanks. You. Have a good night." Because but, on the other hand, if I just walked out in front of her. I bet she's the type of person who would have been like, ugh, thanks a lot. Right. You know, like, give me right, a shitty exactly. answer to that. You can't too. win, basically. Exactly. Losing. Yeah, the tone is what would drive me crazy. The right. just go, like, holding that out, that's what <laughs> yeah, would really. Oh, it really got me. I get into a lot of elevator snafus, so I really empathize with you. You do? Oh, yeah. All like, the time. more than. I have a very person? strict code of, like, you know, like, decency. It's just like the same thing that's with all it takes. Oh, yeah. I, I have the same thing. Yeah. Elevators, I probably. I do the same thing where I'll hold the elevator. The the door thing I have in regular sh- from stores and stuff like holding the door and not getting a thank you is a big deal. Big oh, yeah. deal, huge deal, deal deal breaker. So for uh, yeah, I'll drop a passive aggressive. Yeah, don't worry about it. I, go, yeah. I say yeah, no welcome. problem. Go, you're, you're welcome. welcome. <laughs> yeah, I throw that out there too. I throw it in my tone. You're welcome. <laughs> I throw that out. Yeah, there. that's justified. Right. What she did was like <laughs> no, she yeah. was poo pooing on the the politeness. She but, was poo-pooing politeness. Yeah, she was poo-pooing politeness. But I, I feel better just seeing my pals here, and so yeah. we're going to have a fun podcast, of which, uh, so I, I saw one of our uh, former Defend Your Movie topics, uh, I saw Buster Scruggs today. You in saw, the, yeah, in not my the office. movie again, the actual I Buster saw Scruggs Tim Blake in Nelson. the flesh. Yeah. That's crazy. It was very cool. They, uh, I have a you know studio in my office at SiriusXM, and they sometimes we loan it out to our friends if they need it. You know, some of the studios are already are all booked. And uh, I came in, and then Tim Blake Nelson's just talking to my buddy there, 
That's crazy. About uh, chicken tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he's this like world-renowned chef. Is he really? Wow. Yeah. As like an actor and a chef. And he was like, no, you got to brine the broth and do all this. Like, <laughs> how, did you, how did you handle it? Were you like, oh, my God. Or did you just go like, hey, what's up? No, I, I just kind of walked in. I was gra- I had a meeting to go to. I was just grabbing a notebook. So I was just like, hey, man, how are you? So. You're coming so dangerously close to knocking that water over every time you speak. It's I know like, what I'm doing. It's terrifying. Tim <laughs> he keeps like coming within an inch of it every time. I, I feel like Tim Blake Nelson, he feels like a guy who would have... A very dimly lit library in his apartment. Oh yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I can He's a very see slow that. draw guy. And yeah, very cultured, v- like very polite, very nice. Was he a very quiet guy? Probably. Yeah, I mean he was chatty, he was, talkative, and there. Oh, he was so, tr- swapping recipes. So this was in. They were doing this on the radio or just in the in the hallway. No, like in my. You've been in my office. Yeah, where they were just like kind of chatting there. Oh, that's so yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's so funny. He's great. Yeah. He's like, I don't follow his, I only follow his career. Like, he's known for being in Coen Brothers movies. Coen Brothers movies. There's a crazy movie. Have you ever seen Wonderland? It's about John Holmes and the Wonderland murders. No, he's in that too? He's in that, and he plays like a real kind of like bad guy. And mm. you've never kind of seen him like this before because he's usually like a real character actor. Like, he's playing a character. Yeah. And this one, you're like, he's almost scary, but he's a great Beautiful, like, he's just a, a wonderful actor. actor. Yeah, yeah. We were. I was talking about. We were talking about character actors last night. I was talking with other comics about. What would you rather? Would you rather be a movie star for a year, or would you? I just come up with this now. Would you rather be a movie star for a year, like where you're, you make? Think of what. You, what can you make in a year? Three movies, maybe. Three movies. Yeah. All three are bl- like just blockbuster hits, like just h- okay. over a hundred million dollars, gotcha. two hundred million, whatever. You know. And that, but that just but after the year, uh, just just for the ways of Hollywood, you you don't, you can't find work, or you the work right. you're getting is just b- nonsense. You okay, know? Or, actually, no, no, I should say you can't you can't get hired because that would make that makes it more of a stakes thing. Okay, so for, for a year that you're the biggest thing going, and then after a year, nobody wants to touch you. Like it's crazy. Like or, you can't you can't get hired. Gotcha. And and you and you can't do certain jobs because it's too beneath you because you you were such a big movie star for the year. Or be a well-respected character actor with steady work for ten years. I'll let Mike go first. Our guest. Yeah, I, I don't think that. I, I mean, of course, you, I'm going to pick the steady. You know what I mean? You got to pick. You rather have a fishing pole than a fish. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you got to. <laughs> you got to get. The, oh, thank you, Confucius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also, I was just trying to think of like character actors. So immediately, I was like, would I rather be like Philip Seymour Hoffman or like Pierce Bronson? I guess was like the he yeah, had like that one. peak. No, and the I was appeal like, of the question is this: like you can live this amazing life for a year, yeah, or you can or you can live the life of a character actor. You never you never get that. Like I'd rather never, be Giamatti. You know what I mean? Like that's a like Giamatti's it, almost he's kind of past character actor at this point because people he's a yeah, household maybe, name, yeah. he's a household name, maybe. He's but he was at one point. He kind of rose the ranks, right? You know. I mean, if you make three blockbusters in a year, you're probably set for life, right? So you probably could still live an awesome life. Sure. But you're just not oh, yeah. in the, you know what I mean? But, just but, is it like, but your movie career's over is what you're saying. Your movie career's over and like the respect factor's over. Gotcha. So yeah, that's a tough one. You might you be might... Megan Fox then. Yeah? Because she had a quick flame out. She did Transformers. She, she did that. She had like 10 years probably, right? Or no, she probably, right? What? Megan, Megan Fox? Megan maybe, Fox. Well, like, maybe three yeah, years. Yes, yeah. She did the Transformers, then she did that other movie where she just played again like a super hot chick. She was in everything, and then Jennifer's she Body, was gone. I believe she was. Was she in that? Yeah. yeah. And then people found out she had a weird thumb, and then it went all downhill. She was in. Uh, a, <laughs> that's an app- why. <laughs> well, that's one of the things I remember being this big controversy. That's why we broke up. <laughs> that's why we broke up. 
She wasn't my type. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. We did it. Alex. Then what episode? Our record time. You, you know what episode that is? You know what episode that is. Uh, but he's dating. He's dating. And you know who that is? I just... Oh, that's another thing. A sidebar. We all love Seinfeld. We do a Seinfeld reference every episode. We told Mike <laughs> that the girl that dated Newman, and then they he ended it. Got he it. He ended it. Do you know who she is? Uh... Hold on. Give me a second to picture her. Oh, yes. He just wasn't my... T- I, I, yeah, okay. You know, um, what movie is she from? Famous movie that we all know oh, I don't and love. I know. Oh, she's the girl that Bill Murray tricks in, in Groundhog Day. When he says, what's your name? And the, I went, we went to high school together. What, 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 who'd you have for science? Ah, oh, no totally. Shit. Same girl. Wow. And for years, I could not place who the fuck that girl was. <laughs> and then finally, I, I, I did it. Like how, I like oh, a shit. really pretty face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she Newman, you went out with Newman? Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's she's pure like, evil. She's like, kiss me. And he's like, I, I, I yeah. so, There's more than meets the eye. Newman. No, there's less. <laughs> he Newman. He Newman. <laughs> That's such a great line. Yeah. He Newman. <laughs> ah, it's the best. It's so it's by Jerry. Um, I think I would go. Uh, I would probably do the well-respected character actor over a long career too. So would I. I would yeah. too. I guess that's probably the more appealing thing. I think. But I'm wondering. I don't. I think that's just how how we are. And uh, I think there are people that be like, no, I'd rather be a movie star for sure. Yeah, I'd make it two years. I don't know. But would you maybe, rather be a year? That's maybe the good. same. That's a good would, one. would you rather be like the the comic who's in everything for two seconds? It's a very similar like, question. But it's kind of hack. Or would you rather yeah. be the yeah. steady guy? That, it's like you want. I feel like if you're trying to be an actor, what you want is respect, right? So yeah. it's like you know, depends on what you want. It's respect, a very yeah. very similar question. Yeah. But it's got to be fun for those one or two years to be like famous. Yeah. Oh my god! Just, I, 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 some people would probably almost prefer it. You know, you get your limelight and then you get out. You get out, and you're set for life. It's like yeah. there's a lot of people who just hate being in the spotlight, but they're actors. You know, it depends if you if you like acting, you want to keep acting. But part of the, the question is you can't act. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that was that's pretty cool. You got to see Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah, very cool. And I feel like he has one of those careers. Like think about it, like. He's the kind of guy. Exactly. That, he's like, oh, I'm a well-respected character actor totally. and a chef. <laughs> yeah, they just get those extra Great life. Great life. Um, <clears throat> did you anything you watched this week? I watched a movie called The Clove Hitch Killer, which uh, I was just flipping around uh, at home and I saw a video on demand. It's got Dermot uh, Mulroney. And what year is it from? This year. Oh. And uh, really cool, like suspense murder mystery thriller. I really enjoyed it. Hmm. It's uh, about this guy. The, a clove hitch is a type of knot, and this guy left uh, like his calling card at every. Uh, he was like a serial killer in this small town, and uh, he would leave a clove hitch on a, with a rope. He would mark his victims, and then he would come back. It was almost like I liked when serial killers used to do that. Exactly, you know what I mean? yeah. a little calling card. It was kind of a throwback <laughs> yeah. movie, a little, a little charm, Absolutely. a little charisma. Mike went back to the politeness conversation. It's just straight up polite. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just let the cops know. <laughs> You're gonna murder somebody. Yeah. You know, take the car. time. Yeah. Right? yeah, Put a little, put a little fucking, you know, and a little pride into it. your work, would you? It's just a case. <laughs> what does it say? He goes, when you come into an apartment, you, you wipe, wipe off your, your wheels. wheels. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but so then, it was good, huh? So there, ten years goes by without there being a death. And until one, it happens again. And then there's a uh, a teenage boy starts to suspect his father might be the Clovis. Oh, that's interesting. And that's all. Really, really cool movie. 
I really much yeah, I enjoyed out. it very much. That's really good. And then I randomly caught uh, Nobody's Fool from 1994 with Paul oh. Newman, who, I ne- who I've just never seen him. Paul Newman, Melanie Griffith, Bruce Willis is in it randomly. St. Germain, Dan St. Germain, who's been on the podcast a couple times, will ask me sometimes. <laughs> He'll call me up and go, all right, do you think I'm Paul? I act the most like Paul Newman from Road to Perdition or from <laughs> Nobody's Fool? <laughs> I'm like, neither, so funny. neither, you fucking lunatic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I'm in the middle of watching something. I, I actually went and downloaded, I don't know why, I, didn't, I have Prime on my phone to order stuff from Amazon, so I downloaded the Prime video app. I uh-huh. just didn't have that on my Apple TV, and I, I recently got it. I'm like, oh my god, this is like- So many movies. Yeah, so great, many movies, yeah. and so many, and Monk, they have Monk, I love Monk. Uh-huh. I love Monk. People make fun of me, but I love it. Danny Dretch. Danny Dretch, yeah. exactly, yeah. Anyway- uh, I started to watch Downsizing. Oh, how was that? That was the movie where they get all little tiny baby boys. I fi- what? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they're tiny, t- yeah. I saw it. You saw it? Oh, we you ta- did see it. We, we talked, talked about, about this it. in one of, uh, what did you watch last week? Yes, we did. Is it yeah. worth it? I started see? watching Downsizing, and you said you liked it for the most part. Yeah. I'm in like the middle of it right now. Okay. And I, I'll, I'll say what I like next week, but I'll say what I think really think about it next week. Okay. Do you, do you get the vibe that they were trying to be like a Charlie Kaufman type totally. movie? Totally. 100%. Yeah, but he didn't write it. I have to look up who wrote it, but I don't he didn't know. write it or anything. Anyway, yeah. that's what I watched. But And besides that, I... No movies, really. Just random. I wasn't. I, I watched a lot of TV. TV. Yeah, yeah, me too. I yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get to the the meat and potatoes of this week. Big battle. Uh, this is a great battle, and I love the ones um, where it's very clear cut. That's what we try to do every week. I think where it's very clear cut. What like last week we did me. Uh, it was Andy versus uh, Casey Balsham, uh, and you both had your. And I was down the middle, so I could just kind of act out as like a you know a mediator, mm-hmm. or like referee kind of thing. Like I, you guys both had your opinions. You both, oh, yeah. I didn't have a staunch one of those <laughs> yeah. that I was into. So I love when it's clear cut. We like one better than the other, and this week is like that for us. Yeah, um, and it's it's it's, it's two on one, which kind of <laughs> yeah, sucks. Sorry, Mike. I mean, sorry, Mike. I uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll Do you want to say Andy the movies that we're doing this week? The matchup today is. Uh, both con, I guess, uh, heist genre. Michael Feeney will be taking uh, on defending uh, Catch Me If You Can, Steven Spielberg's 2002 film. And uh, I guess the Defend Your Movie Boys are my partner in crime. <laughs> we are going to be defending uh, 2001's Ocean Eleven, Steven Soderbergh. Yes. yes. I, here's my I, can opening a statement. Yeah, yes. have, I, at it. have at it. Well, I was going to ask you. You have the choice. It's a two-on-one. Would you like it to be? Uh, do you want us to go first? Or do you want to go first? Opening statements. Uh, I I guess you guys go first. I just can't no, even. I, no, can't, ahead, I just want to preface before anything by just okay. saying like I can't even believe that this is an argument. We like, get a this lot is like crazy. that. A lot of people come this in. This is like... crazy to me. One is one is a one is a fucking one is a pop song. That's what it is. One is a pop song, and the other is one of the fucking. Is it though? Yes, yes, it is. Is it? Yes, it no. is. It is wow. just. I know what you mean, and I like that terminology. I, I like that he said that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't think. So. I don't. I think it's. I think what you meant to say is underrated. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a new. Right, listen, all right. I, I, well, give yeah. me, give me. All right, first off, I'd like you to give it. Uh, uh, give me what you're talking. Say what you're talking about. Go ahead. Do your catch me thing. if you can. First off, one of my all-time favorite movies. I think that that now that, your top five. 
It might be actually. It's certainly top ten, uh, but it might be it might be top five. But here's here's what I would say is that if you want to just talk about like a movie that has uh, got the funny, the dramatic, the thrilling, uh, a great payoff at the end, and also catch me if you can has an equal amount of very great actors playing cameos in that movie that do it better than Ocean's Eleven, where Ocean's Eleven, and again, I like Ocean's Eleven, but if we're comparing them, <laughs> uh, it is like uh, it, the movie, the, the, the Catch Me If You Can, everybody is fucking great in it. Ocean's Eleven, it seems just like, and guess who else we got? Here's another celebrity. It seems like one of those right, holiday movies right. that comes out with all the celebrities. It's like there's no, the, the payoff in Ocean's Eleven, the ending is terrific. That The last 30 minutes of that movie are great, but it's a lot to get. There's some slow parts in there. Right. Really? I mean, Very interesting I take. I, no, no, no. I don't know what you're talking I, about. Here's what happens a lot of times with us. is It's hard to uh, denigrate a film. I like Catch Me If You Can, too. But I like Ocean's Eleven better. So it's yeah, hard it's for me sometimes fun. to say I'll, negative I'll, things my, about exactly. Catch Me If You Can. My short argument I can give, I can give the kind of like that really might make you think differently about Ocean's Eleven. Mm-hmm. It's better than the original. It's yes. one of the only – think about what other movie can you say is better – the remake is better than the original. And it's – I think small it's – Small fan, I, small group. I don't even – what? What is it? What nothing they, comes to my mind immediately, which proves your point. They, the ones they change up maybe. The ones that they don't – they change the title or they whatever. Sometimes that happens like – Maybe you think I Am Legend is better than Omega Man, but Omega Man did better than that, you know? Yeah, And yeah. they're based loosely on the same thing. But – that really rings. That rises the stock of this movie for me, and I also think like you, you. I know what you mean by pop song because it was like it had a cool, cool soundtrack, it's a gorgeous, cool actors, the yeah. blockbuster. Uh, it's a cool. It's a it's a fun plot. It's it's, it's it, there's there's a a wink in there, but they both have winks. They both they wink. They both wink to you, and I, when it comes to it, I I think it doesn't get its due because of at the time this came out. Uh, it doesn't get its due to be better than it is. Like it, it's shot pretty cool. Think about how hard it is, like it, um, to shoot that stuff without revealing too much info. Like, it, like the editing and the shooting of that movie are very hard to do. And there's little visual clues they give you along the way. Like even the, the thing I'm thinking of the end of the end of Ocean's Eleven when they show you're supposed to think they're just in a random car or truck. Yeah, and they show yeah, yeah, the air yeah. freshener, and that turns out to be they're in they're in the SWAT vehicle. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's little stuff like that, and I know what you mean. Like, it's not the greatest movie of all time, right? But Catch Me If You Can is Spielberg, yes. and it's not the best Spielberg. No, it's not. So, and I know we're not comparing Spielberg movies here, but I'm right. just saying like it's it's actually one of like it wouldn't be considered one of his hits. I don't think. I, I think it's one I, of his misses. I think it. I think it's not a miss. And also, he they they it won awards. I mean, that also. I bet it, if you ah. stack up nominations versus wins, I I bet that. They, I don't know this for what a fact. Do you remember? I don't think I bet. Will... Catch me. Uh, I know Christopher Walken won for best supporting actor. I don't think he won. Oscar. I think he was nominated. nominated. I don't think he won anything. Yeah, but but what happens sometimes with those movies? Alex will check. Yeah, what, can you check Alex if you don't mind? It, here's here's my thing. You have in uh, in Catch Me If You Can, you have two of like the best actors from their respective generations 
both like pitted against each other in the movie in an incredible uh it is it is like funny it's punchy it's got heart it's like sad and it, it's got like everything that you'd want in a movie the music the scores by- I, I, everything you i can check off for oceans 11 the so score far. the score i mean who is who is better at acting uh in oceans 11 than tom hanks and or leonardo dicaprio i'd take you, either of I've them over Clooney anyone there. Hold on. Clooney? he's he's a what he was nominated, Christopher Walken. But not won. No, he didn't win, but yeah, he was nominated. That's okay. But the John Williams... But hold on, Alex. Is that the only award it was nominated for? It, it might have been that nominated was the for... the only award it was nominated for. It, it uh, wasn't even nominated for Best Picture. John Williams won... Uh, John Williams made the score well, of that. Yes, Spielberg. Spielberg. But, but again, it's a great score. So if you're talking like pacing and stuff, like the score of oh, the movie... pacing. I, have a, I actually have an argument with pacing. It... Uh, catch me if you can drags at points. Yeah, well, because Pass again, that, drags that opening title sequence, you go, oh, <laughs> we're 10 minutes in here of the little fucking cartoon That's a guy great point. running uh, around. And you brought up pacing. You brought up pacing. Ocean, because Pace. also Ocean's Eleven. It's, great it's a, pacing. It's, yeah, but Ocean's Eleven, again, it's it's a pop song. It's like, here's this, it's a single. It's 245. You know what I'm saying? It's not. Here's another thing. It also depends on what you like better. They're building a con where you kind of know, oh, this is going to be great, and then you get a huge payoff. You get the huge reveal of how they did it, and then they twist it on you again and go, oh, we did it like this. And then there's another twist there, and they'll go, no, we did it like this. With but that's just Ke- lying to you. That's just going, no, hey, that's a con. That's a con. con. It's a heist. <laughs> it's called a twist. A bank yeah, heist. Like, uh, a we bank heist is lying. They're criminals. Yeah. They're going to lie. Trust movies <laughs> that are truthful. They're not me. good no, guys. Mike's like, Mike's like, I only watch instructional videos. <laughs> yeah, I just don't get movies where they're like, I just don't get movies where they're like, okay, here's the heist that we're going to do. And then they're like, ha, ha, ha. We did it this way. We tricked you. For fun. For entertainment. Yeah. I need to preface this. I like Ocean's Eleven. I think it's a great film. But again, if you're comparing the two to me it's not even but i'm saying what's a what's a more fun movie is w- waiting for that and knowing that whereas the uh, catch me again is almost a biopic where you're seeing how he does everything it is throughout a biopic the whole yeah thing. it is a biopic yeah yeah all right yeah, yeah, like, yeah a, like, like a true to tail biopic i think a lot of things were embellished or maybe i also you know, think that in the they in, embellished like the whole thing with his dad his dad like he never saw him again after like a certain point so like they embellished that of course, no but he said movie. but frank abagnale the guy who really uh, was the you know character leo was based off said that the movie's like almost it's like a little more than 80 percent true and then a couple other things he made them change and then other parts he was just so like, they're yeah. lying to you yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they didn't go ha ha here it is you know they, but yeah, so, they did they in did. a way um, that's exactly what they did how by embellishing a, like, like a story for uh, the relationship between Walken and DiCaprio. I love how that's part of Mike's discussion. <laughs> he just goes, "They all these movies, they're lying to me all the time. <laughs> they're lying to your team. Uh, I just, here's the thing. You got to make a good movie, entertaining most, movie. I get why they did it. In the most emotional. Like, I want to see Jurassic Park. Uh, yeah. There's no dinosaurs. Yeah. There's dinosaurs all of a sudden. Island, not real. I will say this. So here's the thing. Uh, in, in the most moments of like, so you're going to take like emotional highs and lows, right? So let's say in the in the moment of like maybe the most like uh, heartfelt moments, if you compare George Clooney's thing with Julia Roberts versus yeah. versus uh, pretty much any scene with Leo and his dad, Leo and Tom Hanks when he tells him that his dad's dead on the plane, that, uh, catch me if you can, wins for the emotional uh, victories of that. If you want to go mm-hmm. by like this is the coolest C 
scene because of like the actual heist itself, then yes, then that Ocean's okay. Eleven wins. I give you that one. But if you want to talk funny too, it's like that movie is like Ocean's Eleven is more like a smarmy, like hmm, yeah, like we're just ah. we're kind of like a little arrogant. We're doing a little couple funny things. Fucking Catch Me If You Can is really fucking funny. Like Tom Hanks is great in okay. it. Here you go. Chris I'm gonna, I'm gonna say two things to knock your movie down a little bit. One is the, the Amy Adams. That's Amy Adams. Yeah, Amy yeah, Adams. Yeah, yeah. That storyline boring. That's boring. one of the most boring parts of that movie. And unnecessary. Totally unnecessary. There had to have been more interesting stuff they could have done. And secondly, Christopher Walken, great actor, but too offbeat for how endearing that part was supposed to be. Agreed. When it should have been a much... Like, when those emotional scenes happen, I don't feel it as much as you would have felt it with 15 other character actors or 15 other guys in that role. They got a really good... Like, to speak now, back to character you're actors. You're 100% right, because I watched... He's gave this great speech about... The the mouse rising to the but yeah, all no, it, you don't give a shit. You see it through the the walking of is a mouse. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't yeah. get by like you the walking. Not hear the it. impression of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know. There you go. So that takes that's but where you have these. To, that's where this movie fell short. That's why it's not like this. It's so not Christopher this Walken is the reason that you're saying it's not as I'm, good. Of, I just said the Amy Adams plotline is is part, partially boring, and also yeah, yeah. You you're talking about the dad 15 times. That's that's a big part. <laughs> of the Jennifer, movie. Jennifer Gardner was super hot in that scene. That she's she super shot. hot. Super uh, hot. Yes. Martin Sheen, I thought was good. In, the even Elizabeth Banks even had a good. They all had like. A, there was a lot of cameos in that from like successful. Well, don't, like you can't talk ensemble versus Ocean's. Well, but Eleven what I'm ensemble. saying is the ensemble is the reason that Ocean's Eleven people would I feel like knee jerk just be like that's a good movie because it's got the thing. But like Ocean's, well, it's actually a good movie on top. Yeah, yeah. But it's ca- funny. It's a great script. It's a great script. They both have. They both have good scripts. Catch me if you can. Is I mean, come on. I mean, that script is just beef. <laughs> For beat everything, everything about it, man. It's, it's like not, I feel the same so, way. Yeah, I it's disagree. It's not because you're, what you're saying. Beat for beat would be that it's succinct. It's it's blah blah blah. blah. It's it's over before you know it. It's not. It does it does drag. It's a long movie. Like, it's I, too what, long. We we said I, the parts I said that dragged were. The Amy Adams, and then it's also... Right from the beginning. The and, title sequence. And it's even, way too long. I've literally... It's like a title sequence, and then it goes through a commercial. And the end... Yeah, but if the, you're paying John Williams all that money, you're going to get your money's worth in that intro no, scene of, the, uh, of his score. Title card. And also, that score is terrific. But that's the that's the Spielberg quality of you know whatever it is. But the score for Ocean's Eleven is great too. The the the, the score has got a score. You got to give to Catch Me If You Can. Now. I'll give it to Catch Me If You Can. It's uh, yeah yeah. Here's a couple weird cool things that I found out about this movie. Though. I like how Feeny came prepared. Uh, with notes. I got notes. Very baby. few guests do that. Um, number one, James Gandolfini was supposed to be Tom Hanks, and the only re- it was supposed to play Tom Hanks's character. The only reason that he didn't was because Leo had to push back production a few weeks as he had. They had to pick, uh, do pickup shots for Gangs of New York, and then Gandolfini couldn't do it because he had to do uh, Sopranos. 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 So then he, and also they wanted uh, what's his name to be instead of Leo. Right, yeah, but these are things that don't. I think it's just a that's fun interesting. Yeah, 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 interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's not making I don't think Gandolfini. I don't think that would have been a good. Role. I don't think so no, either. No. And they also Spielberg wanted wasn't. I think I originally love, signed on. To I love Gandolfini. What? Yeah. yeah, I don't think Spielberg was actually originally supposed to direct it either. Is that true? Yeah, I think there was a few. Oh, there wasn't. Before. Yeah, he only wanted to be a producer. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was supposed to be a couple different people. You know, what like, you, you know what you could go out and say is that the only reason that it's a good movie, a good movie, not a great movie, is because of Spielberg. No, it's because, because of, of Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks. It's because of those two. <laughs> I, Their chemistry good, is great. 
Uh, that mouse swam so hard to the top. <laughs> the cream. Gandolfini giving us his speech. Yeah, yeah. Knock, knock. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Uh, you know, a fun, weird, fun thing. I don't know if you guys know this part, but the guy, the guy who you know Leo plays, actually has a cameo in the movie. Yes, I did. Yeah, know Frank he, he arrests appeared. him in that uh, when he gets in in, in France. In France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, that's another thing. Like, I know it's a it's a true story. But you do, you have like the, hey, it's the bebop in 60s. And at the end, it's like, oh, he might die on the floor of this this prison in France. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, you went real dark real quick. Yeah. <laughs> and I get that happens in movies. So I'm not going to I'm not gonna knock it fully for that. But like, I just it's a little bit disjointed when you see that part. I know that's just how his, and there's kind of the cool scene when he's just dragging himself down the hallway and they're all cheering for him. Yeah. And he's like just almost dead. That scene where... The one of the first time, the first time Tom Hanks and Leo interact, where he throws him the wallet, and he like you know he's caught, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. he just goes like, already, "We've already been here, FBI," and he throws him the wallet, and he fucking doesn't check that wallet. You're watching that scene like ripping your hair out, just being yeah, like, "Oh my god!" Scene. And then all of a sudden, you know, and then later on, he's like, "How did you know I wouldn't look in the wallet?" And he's like, "People, people only know what you tell them." And it's like just things like those little like seems like oversimplified, uh, you know, little quips, but they're like actually like pretty deep little lines where you're like, oh, fuck. And the same thing with him being like, why do people watch the Yankees? And, you know, why do the Yankees always win? People can't take their eyes off the pinch. Right, right. It's like little things that you're like, it's a quotable movie. I'll tell you, one other thing I want to say, and as far as in general about both movies, the reason I like Ocean's Eleven better is because Ocean's Eleven is naturally a cool movie. Clooney's a cool guy. Yeah, Brad Pitt's a cool dude. Catch Me If You Can was trying to create cool. Like, I think that the time period, the outfit, everything... Yeah, I don't know if that guy's that See, cool in I, real life. I feel the opposite. I feel like Clooney is cool on his own, and they just put him and Brad Pitt together because they were the two cool, most popular people at the time, and just goes, this'll sell a bunch of movies. No, I thought no, talking about chemistry. I thought, yeah. chemistry. I thought him him and Brad Pitt had chemistry. I thought him and Julia Roberts had zero chemistry. Well, Julia, I, I don't know. I, I don't Julia Roberts that. kind of an overrated actress to me. But you, you believed in that movie like him and George Clooney, her and George Clooney sure. were... I was like, I was a divorced couple. It. Yeah, totally. Uh, there was that's a good point. They're not supposed to have chemistry, right? At first, and I think, <laughs> oh, that's a fucking. <laughs> that was a real. That was a real stress. Well, they right. can't get along because right. they're divorced. No, but, but I also, but it didn't. It didn't. No, pop there's out supposed to me. be tension. Yeah, like the thing I brought up about about uh, walking, like seeing a comedian doing the impression as he's telling that story, that that mouth story. I think that's for real, I and mean, then it happens. I didn't notice bad chemistry between... Maybe it wasn't the greatest chemistry in the world. Right. But I didn't notice bad chemistry between her and Clooney in, in the movie. Like, it wasn't like... It doesn't right. stop you and go... Yeah, you go, oh, come on. This? Now I'm walking out of the theater. Yeah. I yeah. also think, in general, it's kind of hard to compare these movies. Because even though they're both kind of con-man movies, they are, like, very different movies. They're yeah, different I mean, movies, we try and find something, you know... But I yeah. think you have we do one, here. I think they're kind of brought down to the same level because you have one that's made by a world-class director. Well, the other one's made by... Who's Soderbergh. It? Soderbergh did it. Oh, yeah! Fuck it! Yeah, yeah, they're both world-class directors. But what I'm saying is you have Spielberg on one and it's Spielberg not at his best and it's Soderbergh at one of his best. Yeah. So it kind of it kind of brings the playing field closer together. So it does make them closer movies. And I think one of them came off more effortlessly than the other one. I think the other one, I think when you look at flaws, I think Catch Me If You Can has way more flaws than Ocean's Eleven. It's Agreed. a more succinct and movie. Don't you just... I'm interested what uh, the budget it, is in b- between both of them. We oh, also looked it up, but here's... The, uh, let's well, not get would, to this point. That, that could help our argument. It I'm might. Sure, yeah. But you were talking about casting uh, in Catch Me If You Can... I casted. I don't know if it was casted perfectly. Every guy in Ocean's Eleven, I love in their role. Right, like you love uh, who plays Don Ruben. Cheadle? 
Uh, 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 Elliot Gould. Uh, Elliot Gould. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, Elliot Gould. Yeah. Like, he's great as Ruben. Uh, Hold on, Alex wants to say something. I'm sorry. Uh, the budget, $85 million for Ocean's Eleven, and then for Catch Me If You Can, $52 mil. Also, Ooh, oh, well, which is really? Bigger, hey, yeah, but fun, you're playing off. Fun, well, you're paying a lot of big stars. Oh, oh so now, now, now it doesn't hurt your <laughs> argument. Well, no, I don't uh, think it does. But also, I mean, what's the point? I, I'll tell you this. Ironically, it's $52 million. Shot that, they shot Catch Me If You Can in 52 days. The whole thing in 52 days. Really? Yeah. That's not a long time to shoot a movie like that. And also, and also Ocean's Eleven was in one location. Ocean's Eleven? <laughs> Eleven days. Yeah. So, but here's the thing, That's too. That's why. Like, That's why it's called Ocean's Eleven. If you have, the ocean, and it was... If you have... Uh, if you come from uh, a family of... A household where there was divorce, those scenes of, of, like, you know, the last scene of him, like, at the window, looking at the family inside, him thinking right, about his family... But you're putting in variables. Of, but I'm like, putting in emotional, emotional like, moments of the film. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, that... I get you. That movie had, well, like, a emotional it, it grabbed you while also being funny while also being dramatic and thrilling and every like it had every fucking touch of the rainbow sean comes from a family of grifters that <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. They pull off some from, killer heists <laughs> but uh, back to my I point come is, from I'm a, I'm a Clooney basically yeah everybody <laughs> serves their role well in catch me if you can they it, all with like a, a little flair of humor too which is it's this great camaraderie between everybody you got the nerdy guy you got the little Asian guy who's an acrobat you got uh Carl Reiner who plays a great underrated yeah. role yeah uh, which is very humorous too. For Ocean's Eleven, I don't think you're giving enough credit for how funny it is. And also, a great ensemble. How much, like it's a great Casey Affleck and uh, James Conn's kid. What's his name? I like them. Scott Conn. Scott Conn. Yeah. It's also it's very hard to do an ensemble, and they sprinkle. It's almost like when you think about the Marvel movies and how great they put in each character and the Avengers, and like they don't give you too much or how much. Hey, it's just enough Hulk. It's just enough of this. That's what Ocean's Eleven was. Yeah, it was it's just perfect, enough perfect of everybody. Just enough of everybody. But again, that's why it's so. I feel like fundamentally difficult to argue these two because I think Ocean's Eleven might be like one of the better ensemble movies like ever in terms of like sure. from front where they have that many great people in one thing. But again, it's like because uh, that's not Catch Me If You Can is the Tom Hanks Leonardo DiCaprio vehicle, and then everybody else is sprinkled in. Like Martin Sheen has a great arc in that way. He plays Amy Adams' dad and stuff like <laughs> no, that. Like has a great can... arc. I think he has a pretty good arc. Who, 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 Martin Sheen? Yeah, yeah. he plays no, he Amy Adams' plays dad. There. He's like a dick who's like that, but he plays that like Southern like lawyer with the seersucker thing Isn't to that? like a doctor or whatever it is. Service. Serviceable. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Jet Li is the really the one that brings it over the top. It's not Jet Li. It's not Jet Li. <laughs> Jackie Chan. Uh, oh, I need oh, a, quick, I need an Asian guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 um, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like Charlie Chan. It's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> it's just Charlie. Mark, I, uh, <laughs> Martin Sheen. Uh, no, he's not. It's not that standout. In it's this thing. serviceable. Martin, when you think of Martin Sheen, you think of him being like Kennedy and like Apocalypse being. But what I'm saying, he yeah. he plays like you said about playing your Even role. He plays his role to a to a great extent where he's like he's he's background. He's not trying to fight for. I can say that about every single actor in Ocean's Eleven. Go on. You know, like just to prove your like to a bigger cast, they all do their jobs perfectly. But I wouldn't call it a great story arc. But I also don't think that I don't think that Brad Pitt and George Clooney. Those are the you would agree those are the two stars of the movie. Yeah, right? Clooney. It's Clooney's it's, Danny it's, Oceans. It's, it's his. So basically, it's you're his comparing crew. It's Danny Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, so you're comparing uh, Clooney and Pitt. To Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio. That's really what I'm. That's what if that's what no, it comes I, down I, to. I think that I think it's. If you all right, let's do that then. Just take it down to that. 
It's one of the it's one Who of the best things have? Clooney's done. It's not one of the best. It's not the in the top three of things that Tom Hanks has done. Even if right. that's true, I'd still take Tom Hanks over George Clooney. Even if that's even if that's Tom I don't Hanks. Know, man. I love a lot of Clooney. Michael Clayton, such a oh god, are you kidding me? I, you're, so now Clooney you're Michael. Wait a minute, wait Clooney's up there, man. Clooney's you think there, Clooney's dude. a better you actor? Under, you, you don't think, think Clooney's, Clooney's a better under- actor than Tom Hanks? Tom Clooney? Hanks does such paint by numbers garbage a, a lot of the time. Cast away. He doesn't even talk for like an hour and a half. Ah, cast away. Clooney. Here's the thing don't about. Here's that. the thing. Here's the thing about Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. And I talked about this the other day too. That it kind of fits into that movie star thing where when you watch. Both of them, when you're watching them, you're you're thinking, oh, it's Clooney, it's it's they, they've ceased to be characters anymore right. in a lot of pl- things, and they're both fantastic. But I think when I think of movie star, I maybe because I grew up on Tom Hanks and I saw him, you know, I, I saw his early, when he was a comedy guy Those and then he buddies was and shit, buddies yeah. and shit like that. Maybe that's why it's different. But and also but Clooney too, because I used to watch him on ER, and the, the comedy, and then, yeah, and then yeah. ER, the, the Just Till Dawn, Just <laughs> Till Dawn, yeah, ER. I remember him in ER. Clooney has a much cooler fucking vibe. But it's to not it. about cool; it's about acting. Who's a better actor? Dude, he plays one note. Think, he's I'm cool. I guy. think Clooney gets a lot of shit for no reason. I think he's thought of as a bad actor, and he's not a bad actor. Not he's a bad Great. actor. He's one note. He's I am the cool doctor in ER. I am the cool fucking heist guy. You know, she's a, he's the cool whatever in every movie. No, Brad Pitt is I am the pretty guy who is eating in every scene. That's my fun quip in Ocean's Eleven. Well, I'm eating in every snatch, scene. He's great. He plays a fucking Irish gypsy. Yeah, that was pretty good. And it's great. And he it's never great got role. shit on for his accent. You know how hard that is. Yeah, yeah, very hard. So. Basically, I think when it comes to those guys, I think you have two. I don't know. You have Tom Hanks, who's like, not that you want to say he's slumming it. It's like it's it's not one of his. You know, Tom Hanks is in these huge fucking movies, Clooney, and that's kind of all he does. You know what I mean? I think Leo is. I think Leo is better than, especially at even top three of their. Let's say their top three best films. Leo's top three is like for me just. Miles above oceans better than uh, Brad Pitt and any in his top three. I'll say this about one more thing about Clooney, Michael Clayton, Michael him and one of my favorite movies ever. I'll put that up against any Tom Hanks. Agreed. Any Tom Hanks fucking movie. Toy Story. (laughs) You want to take Philadelphia? Philadelphia versus Clayton. 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 Clayton, dude. It's. So underrated. It's, it's so, so good. fucking good. It's so subtle. It's that's what I'm saying. You're dealing with these guys like even you think they're doing one note and they're not. Like the guy's a good actor. You're forgetting punchline. I remember punchline. <laughs> <laughs> punchline. I used to love. Me and my sisters used to watch it all the time. So so that's the thing. Like I think you have. I think it's not to me. It's not one note with Clooney. I think it's a guy who's a a, a huge worldwide movie star. That got to keep a little bit of his street cred. I think Tom Hanks became not a pun- I don't want to say punchline. <laughs> Speaking of punchlines, not a punchline, but like people are like I love Tom Hanks because he's like Tom Hanks. You love Tom Hanks. You love Tom Hanks. Clooney. It's like I guess people love Clooney for Clooney as well. But like I don't know. I just think that he get he keeps he keeps that. Uh, Michael Clayton sold level a little bit me on Clooney. What? I was like, he's legit. A lot he's of people. I, was, I also, again, I like George Clooney. I'm just taking him down. Oh brother, my Arth, oh brother, Arthur, that if that doesn't show fucking range. There like, you go. Wasn't yeah, he the cool guy in that though? 
No, he's the coolest prisoner guy. He's southern. He's like a southern. But he's the coolest of the group. Oh, we, so, you know what I'm saying? No, he's, he's the cool not. guy. No, he's not. No, he's not. You don't he's think a, so? He's a fool. He's supposed to be a fool. But and the they, cool fool. No, he's not. They know. They know that he's an idiot. He's, a fa- he's like a fast talking. He's again kind of a con, yeah, like a fast talking criminal. He's supposed to be a goof. It's supposed to be like a goof. <laughs> I've put you can. Clooney Coen Brothers movies against Hank's Coen Brothers movies. No, oh, that doesn't even. Uh, doesn't even. Doesn't even not even close. You're telling me body of work. You'd rather take Clooney and Pitt over Hank's and Leonardo DiCaprio. I have a whole. You want to talk about? You haven't talked. You haven't even talked talk about Leo or Brad Pitt. You're just you're sticking on the Clooney thing because of the Michael Clayton. If we talk about DiCaprio, DiCaprio man, I'm sorry to don't, say, don't, and a lot don't. of pe- a lot of yeah. <laughs> don't. fucking fucking don't. Are you yeah. kidding me, dude? A lot. I'm not gonna say he's bad. He's not bad. He's not bad. Of course he's not bad. Well, Mike, I'll tell you this right now. What 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 the experiment of Leonardo DiCaprio did not pan out. I, a lot of people don't want to talk about this, <laughs> but it's, DiCaprio wants to be a Clooney. He wants to be that guy, and he never, never was going to because it's just the youthfulness of that guy. Like, like he wants to be a De Niro. He wants to be, but he doesn't have that one that it's edge. Off. That what? It's off. It's off. He's too. He comes off like like you know how you look young and you act young. Yeah. Kind of, like he has that to him. Like there's so much youthfulness, even him being like forty something at this. And point. I hate to say it, he's still. You might say this about Brad Pitt, but I don't think it applies. He's almost just too. Pretty, like yeah, he's you too pretty you to be a fucking possibly street. make that argument I, with, and not yeah, no, but, Brad the, but Pitt don't you immediately buy, but don't you buy Brad Pitt and Snatch is like I don't you don't As, buy Snatch is maybe Gangs the only movie you buy him in I don't buy him in Troy he's just a fucking Adonis no, you guy. Movie. yeah but also it's like if anything from What's Eating Gilbert Grape to fucking uh, every I mean Wolf of Wall Street every fucking thing that Leonardo the Revenant everything that he's done with the exception of maybe like the only Leo Revenant's movie good. that I was like no, oh, I think I think it's I think it's changing now. I will I will put that as an addendum on my statement. Okay, I like that. I think the older he gets, the better he that will, will get. happen. The, I think that will happen. Revenant, you're right, but Revenant is the mo- the grittiest thing the guy's ever done. Wolf of Wall Street, he's a he's a uh, he's a slick slickster uh, stock guy, so he yeah. still has his young hot face because that's what the, the guy kind of looked like. That he was like this, you know, a Long Island, you know, yeah, back. yeah, of course. So, but when it comes to to Leonardo DiCaprio, and this kind of help this helps our argument. Leonardo DiCaprio, he wants he wants to he wants to grow up. That's what it is. That's why you see him on those boats and he's fucking forty pounds overweight because he's trying to be like, I'm not a pretty boy. I'm not a pretty <laughs> but boy. But he did. But he that, is a pretty boy. But he did that with his career. That's why he stopped after Titanic and kind of fucking said Ugh. no to a thousand offers because he started going into other shit after that. Sure. That's what he was doing. And like the only I like I wasn't a but fan. But he of, still can't uh, shake it. He's not Gatsby. shaking it. Ugh. Well, yeah. Well, Gatsby. Also, well, Gatsby well, we is one of my that. most hated movies of all time. Well, we, we should do a whole episode about how Baz Luhrmann fucking sucks. Yeah, and Jay Z is doing the soundtrack. They're like dancing to Jay Z. Yeah, yeah, I was like, on. can you at least put a well, fucking music that fits with the time well, in there? Like, like, what? Suspend disbelief because it's Baz Luhrmann, but I still, yeah. it's like Romeo and hated Juliet. It. It's just, yeah, it's, like, it. it's a play. Hated it. it. Hated it. Yeah, it's basically, <laughs> you know what it is? It's the, it's the, uh, it's just the parade, the, the Halloween parade, and you're like, with West Village. That's basically every movie that Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of costumes and shit. You know? <laughs> basketball Diaries was great. He made he. Made uh, basketball Diaries. But basketball Diaries. What does he play? But he was a kid. But he he's was a high a kid. schooler. What I'm saying yeah. is he's been he's he's always been a good actor. Whether he's type whether no. he got typecast and he's also getting better as an actor as he's aging. So like he is. A but g- why is that, Mike? You have to think of it that way. If the reason he's getting better is because you're believing that he's these people. Because but, he's yeah, like did you gritty. believe he was Howard Hughes? Like in that? No, The like, Aviator no. is not one of my favorite films that he's done. But also like I've never like Brad. 
Pitt is not getting better as an actor as he ages? Yeah, you do. Brad Pitt is a wildly underrated good actor. And we're not saying whether he's a good actor. We're saying if he's better than Leonardo DiCaprio. And it's... Cannot... Apples and oranges to me. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Oh, One's an actor. Two, yeah, but you know, but Brad, Brad Pitt kind of stayed... Also, Brad Pitt had the the advantage of, like, he aged better. Like, even Clooney. Yeah. Like, Clooney, his, he got better when he got older as well. Clooney's been old. When Clooney's you see him on Facts of Life, he looks weird, and he's like... Facts of Life. I said but when he broke earlier, out right? in ER, he he already started having gray hair then. Like, right. That was like... He, he was like an old, young guy. He's always had that right. look, so but he's he, aged he still had... And I, I hate to say it like this, but it's like this man factor. It sounds like I'm hitting no, on George Clooney. Yeah. Said, but, like, it, it's like this thing of, like... Like you know, you think of like the guys who are like, oh, that's a real guy's guy or whatever. Like that's what that's what Leonardo DiCaprio has been wanting for twenty five years, and the guy it's just not coming through. But people, he's gorgeous, he's a bit good looking dude. He is a really good actor. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Do you like Leonardo DiCaprio movies better than Brad Pitt movies? Yeah, I can't think. Of, I'm trying to think of a Brad Pitt movie that I like better yeah. than Leonardo Seven. DiCaprio. Seven. Glorious Bastards. And Glorious Bastards, I don't like Brad Pitt. No. In that. I don't like Brad Pitt. Yeah, that seems that seemed like just uh, let's get a big star and shoehorn him in. I didn't feel like he was World great War in Z. That. It's pretty good. World movie. War Z is great, but that's kind of regular. He just acts regular in that. Yeah, that's an action. That's just like an action blockbuster. Fight Club Fight is Club's Fight great. Club is like I say that, but I also think Ed Nort Edward Norton like well, it's Ed Norton's movie. I was gonna say it's Edward Norton movie that Brad Pitt like is made better by Edward Norton because I think Edward Norton is a far superior actor to Brad Pitt. I think Ed Norton's a better actor. Again, if you're asking me, saying... if you're asking me whose body do I want Tom and who Monkeys. do I want to look like, if, if you're asking me between Tom Hanks and DiCaprio, I want fucking Brad Pitt's body reading. now and I want I want to look like George Clooney when I get older. But if you're asking me who's the better actor, it's like I think Tom Hanks is better than than both of them. And I, I like Brad, I, I like Brad Pitt better them. than Leonardo DiCaprio. That's me. That is you. I that is would, just you. I, but if you put the movies <laughs> against each other, I, I, I would rather watch the Brad Pitt movies than the Leonardo. Like, if you list them. Bra- yeah, totally. Watch. Like, Wolf of Wall Street I like a lot, you know? Wolf of Wall Street, I, I look at Wolf of Wall Street for what it is. Yeah, but is I like... like it's, a, it's a stock... It's a Long Island stocks... Goodfellas, that's that d- missed the mark on a lot of things. Like, it's not... It's like, You're trying to recreate this magic that only happens every so often. And, like, even if you... like Now you just start liking things for... For elements of it, like even Buster Scruggs, we we didn't like every little bit of it, right. but you like it for like cer- certain things that just blow you away about the movie, uh, and that's like Catch Me If You Can, like what you liked it for, the score, you come on the score, the score, you have these guys in it, they're they're legends, they're legends. Yes, you're right, but it doesn't save the fact that that like like Andy said earlier, the movie drags a little bit. Ocean's Eleven is much. Is a, I would say what's where more entertaining. Where does it what's, drag? What's, what's, what's more, how about this? We'll take it on this. What's, where's the drag? I told you. If the it, Amy Adams story. If you're thinking the Amy Adams story, you're also forgetting the part where when they're at the house with Martin Sheen and they're having the wedding party, and then they fucking come in the front door while he's upstairs frantically shoving cash full uh, suitcases filled with cash. He's stuffing it. Get she, to that. She faster. walks. She walks. Get to that. She faster. walks into yeah. the. No, but that's what makes it so great. Is like he looks like it looks like in that part of the movie. Movie, they're they're tricking you into thinking that he's getting out of the game because he actually passes the bar and then he's stuffing the cash into it. She walks in. He has to not only be like, "We got to get the fuck out of here," but he's got to be like, "This is who I am. This is my real idea." He has a full moment of being transparent. Of he is the first person he ever tells what he really does for a living, what his real name is. He's like, "You got to leave with me right now, or we, I'll meet you in two days." And then he fucking goes out the window while they're like coming up while they're walking around the party. That anxiety when you're watching that scene is incredible. It's a great scene. For what I'm saying, they're not. No, they don't trick you thinking that he's going to... You're just waiting for them to catch up with them there. That's, that's, and, that's, then, and then the fucking money is, you know, the way that shot, too, shot, the money is flying yeah. out the window. I think it's just... Uh, 
again, like I said, it's the thing I would. My biggest argument is that Ocean's Eleven is is a pop song, so it it hits the the things you want. It's we, catchy. I, we have a contention that it's not that it's a little bit more higher higher uh, upper, upper it's echelon. Not ju- than- it's not just a, a Hollywood blockbuster. I'll I'll say that. It's but it, again, I still think. Well, since when you add Soderbergh to it, you get, take away, it's not a pop song with Soderbergh. I just looked. Catch me if you can. Two hours and twenty four minutes. Yeah, long movie. Too long. Too I mean, but uh, Ocean's Eleven, two hours, one forty-eight. Again, yeah, perfect. But again, that's your that's appealing that's, to the masses. We're talking that's about like the saying, dragging. So are you Even discounting Goodfellas it's because it's long? Are you are you saying Casino is not a good movie? It's, no, no it's about pacing. If you can pace it, you don't fine. think Casino and Goodfellas have moments that are like where you're like, I we can, can probably no, cut I out. Think Casino's Goodfellas too long. Is pretty close to Casino, you can cut out thirty minutes. Goodfellas is not too long at all. I love Goodfellas. Is my number one of all. All right, let's let's do that then. Catch me if you can up against the time of Goodfellas. Goodfellas has three acts in it. Well, when you're watching it, I know, but yeah, I know, but still. I take Scorsese right, over. I take, but I know, but I'm, I take Scorsese over Spielberg any day of the but week. You, but, but it doesn't matter. They're both they're both <laughs> legend, legend, yeah, world class. So but then it becomes down to preference. So what happens is this. That's that, that's my point, Mike. My point is this. Spielberg should have known better to make it 20 minutes less. He should have known it. He could have done that easily. A lot of that fact could have been cut, and that's. And when you have a record like Spielberg has, you you're hold up to a different standard. So you, he should have known that. Even Soderbergh, well, and that happens with biopics. You want to kind of stick as true to the story, and that means a lot of those movies are going to be longer than like than yeah. a regular good old fashioned heist movie where the pacing is beautiful. It moves along. It doesn't dip. In yeah, any so spot. that's the they're building towards but- something, and they're building toward the big score. Right, but that's also like I said. That's so that it's that's why this is a hard comparison because one is like right, a right. heist, like yeah, yeah, action, like hard. pace movie. The other one is like a, it's like a character movie. It's a biopic. Well, yeah, so it's, it's a slow burn, and once it gets there, like all those little scenes where he almost gets caught, it's like your fucking heart is. It, to me, at the moments of the like I said, the the emotional peaks, whether it's the sadness or the anxiety or like the holy fuck ripping your hair at scenes. I think there's more of those in Catch Me If You Can than anything. I think in Ocean's Eleven, you're watching that going, that's fucking cool. That's super cool. I love how they fucking trick that security I'll, I mean, guard. I, I mean, I, I, I can't say I was like riddled with anxiety or like on the edge of my seat. Even when they, when they, when she's outside the airport and she's supposed to meet up, with I them, wouldn't say Leonardo I was DiCaprio, like. Uh, they, they swarm on the wrong car. They pay a guy to fucking dress as Leonardo DiCaprio. All that, of that. You feel you're like, oh, that's kind. Of, that's I feel sad for Amy Adams more than anything. Again, you a feel sad. Of, a ton of cool, a ton of cool scenes, but your, but your, your interest. Runs out like when you get to certain parts of it. Even the towards the end, by the end of that movie, you're not like, "Wow, this really it really buttoned itself up really well." And you don't you don't think that? I know it's a biopic, but they've done it before with biopics. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're not sitting there going, "Wow, this was a great package." With Ocean's Eleven, you're like, "This is a great package." Even if it is a heist movie and it's more fun, movies are there is supposed their editing is a thing. There is a thing to it. There was totally. a talent to it. So, what the, and also the goal, probably the goal of both of them, but definitely you have Spielberg and you have DiCaprio. The goal of that movie was like best picture. Best, that's a best picture contender. Right. And they missed the what, mark. What, what, and then what everybody reacted year? according. Can we find out uh, what won that year instead? I want to say. I don't have to look it. Uh, he might have it in front of him. But, but that's the other thing too when you, like, when you think about, like that's almost like uh, – there's some of those movies that you watch, like like a movie like Blow, that's supposed to be one of those biopics where you watch that, and then at the end of it, you're like, oh, fuck, I didn't want to... Uh... 2002. 2002. No, but... A Beautiful Mind. Oh, okay. A Beautiful Mind. Again, that's another movie where... Talk about a long movie. That well, was another I, I movie where you're I, like, I could have... That's Fight Club in three hours, pretty much. Good. But yeah, I thought that was overrated. Um, but... 
when you watch Blow, you're like, oh, okay. At the end of it, you're like, oh, that sucks. He kind of lost everything. But like, I kind of would like if I was Blow, if I was like a Johnny Depp, I'd be like, I would probably still lose everything in order to live that life that he led for as long as he did. And with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, you're like, he is constantly catch me if you can. By the end of that Looking movie, it's like his dad's dead. He's going to jail. He has nothing. He has no one. He's broken the hearts of like so many different women. The only person that he loves and that he's gonna, wanted to leave and get out. You realize he's just like a fucking young kid who went down the wrong path too early and then got in way too deep and couldn't get out of it and just kept compiling more and more shit. Yeah, but then it sums itself up. Uh, it wraps itself up. But then it's like, then he goes back to the house. It's sad. That, yeah, then he ends up working just to get out of prison earlier and stuff like that. And the fact that they actually became friends, I think, is a pretty... I would say that's a cheesy thing, but if it really happened in real life, then I think that's it really happened cool. in real life. And that's cool. And don't get me wrong. It's still a good movie. And But I'm saying the the problems it has is the problem that it has. Yes, on the other side, you like we can't fault Ocean's Eleven for being just more fun than Catch Me If You Can because, to be honest, it was trying to be fun as well. Right. So it's like, so which one is it? Is it a, is a gritty, dramatic biopic, or is it also like you're like, oh, these funny scenes? And it's like, yeah, you can you can have both, but when you have both and they're not like properly dispersed and they're not like. It's just a, it, don't get me wrong, man. We're talking about like the last, like we're, talking, we're splitting hairs here. Right. Yeah. We're talking about like this is what we do. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I love. No, I'm saying I love that. And it, yeah. my, my other, they're, they're both great movies. Right. But what I'm saying is when when, you, when I'm talking about like it, like I said, the goal of that movie was Best Picture, and guess what? It didn't get nominated and it didn't win. So when that happens, there's a, there's a collective re- response to something that people know. There's like almost like you can't put it to words. Like you missed the mark on that one. But they and also like, went up bit. against a beautiful mind, which is supposed to be well, like. Well, it wasn't fucking... even nominated. There was it wasn't even nominated. Right, but again, I also like I said, it, you also look at so so like Tom Hanks's character in that. Right, he gets you have you have the you have like I love his character as a as like just like kind of its own individual part of the movie where he's like this fucking he's this like guy who's obsessed with work doesn't get along with his co-workers he has those you have those heart-wrenching scenes where it's like him and Leonardo DiCaprio like talking on the phone it's like Leonardo DiCaprio is alone is alone and now now Tom Hanks is alone because of his work he's got a wife and a kid that he doesn't get to see because it's like we get it yeah there's like there's it's it to me it's way emotionally deeper and I feel like every Thing of on course, Ocean's, it's Ocean's Eleven is. I feel like everything is very surface level. You're not going for emotional deepness. But, what, but what, that's what I'm saying. But that's what this movie excels at. You're talking about like a roller coaster, right, but versus the, the acceleration of the heist movie is done perfectly in Ocean's Eleven because it's an Whereas, hour. Like, I've seen a lot of stories like uh, Catch Me If You Can with what you're talking about emotionally. You know, with the dad and, and, and the uh, divorced yeah, parents. Right, exactly. And, yeah, but that's also a biopic. Like it's, it's not like it a is a biopic, writing, but I don't like, need that much in a con man movie. I want to watch the con man stuff more than the scenes with his dad or like his That's French like the mom. First half hour, and then immediately it goes into they do a they do a heist with his dad. Uh, the thing with the, the this fell right off your neck, the necklace thing, which he was going to buy a gift for his uh, for his mom. Uh, that was yeah. like the first. That was a, one of the first scenes of the movie. I think. Right. I think what you have to boil it down to is which one, which one achieved its goal. Better. Flip test. Flip. You want to do a flip test? Uh-huh. Wait. What is it? What is it? Can the, does the producer get a vote? Well, the produ- well that's what I wanted to see because we don't have uh, we didn't have an objective person for this one. So literally, he was on your side. I want to see if we changed Alex's mind at all. If you were listening, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm taking thought, crazy pills. I'm fucking Facebook. Yeah, I thought we had some really good points. Absolutely. I really do. And I'll tell you this. Ocean's Eleven is one of my all-time flip-testiest flippers. Absolutely, I can't not watch it. Exactly. If there it's you go. Uh, I've seen it a billion times. Catch yeah. me if you can. Has that no matter see, where I, it is. If you, I see Catch Me on the Go, yeah, been there. 
I have to watch. I yeah. love it. I, I, I love when they. I love when they let him fly. I love when he fucking accidentally he goes on there. And You're he just, just starts naming scenes from the movie. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Every scene. There's so many scenes when he goes on and he just is playing the the fucking. He's just like lying. He just lies his way through. Oh, it's great. It's fucking great. Well, well this is right. a stalwart. You write. Star yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> write in. Let us know which who won here. Yeah, we'll let the fans. Let the fans. Yeah. Uh, defendyourmovie at gmail.com tweeted us at the defenders. Defend movie. Good fan name. Oh, the, the defenders. defenders. Oh, oh right. yes. Right. Oh, nice, buddy. <laughs> Wait, all you defenders out there, let us know. <laughs> yeah. We're using that right away. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be teacher, t-shirts available <laughs> next week. <laughs> uh, the defenders, let us know what you think. Um, uh, at defendyourmovie on Twitter and defendyourmovie at gmail.com. Mike, thank you for doing this, man. What would you Thanks, like to Mike. plug, this my friend? This is great. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, MikeFeeneyComedy.com at I am Mike Feeney on all social media. And uh, yeah, just please listen to my podcast. I do a storytelling podcast with Mike Cannon uh, called Irish Goodbye. It's uh, a good time, so check it out. You hear and- me yell and drink a lot in that so great very good yeah. Andy uh, you can always find me at uh, at Andy Fiore and you can check out my tour dates at andyfiore.com uh, I can't remember my dates <laughs> nothing really nothing really on the road until January Mohegan Sun so come awesome. out then if you want to gamble uh, I'm at Shawnee Time on Instagram and Twitter and also if you're an indie I am there right now as you're hearing this I am there nice. th- uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday of the weekend that we're in right now so uh, come check me out. It's in uh, Crackers in Indianapolis. Uh, I think it's Crackers Comedy uh, online. And uh, also, uh, yeah, besides that, I'll be at – actually, I'll say this one too. On the 13th, I'll be at Philly at Helium. I'll be doing a one-off nice. Thursday nice. night show. So um, come check that out. And uh, we're at Showbrew Studios. So check out their YouTube page. Also, their iTunes page where you can check out our podcast and also – a, a list of all the other awesome uh, Showbiz Studios podcasts that are run by a bunch of our friends. So thank you so much for listening, and Defenders, we'll see you next week. <laughs> we love you, bye. <laughs> bye, guys. Here's a town.